Life Audio. Hey, 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 everybody. This is Billy Yancey. Welcome back to my show, the Billy and the Goat podcast. When I was in school at the Naval Academy, after losing to Army in the Army-Navy football game, I lost my temper. I mean, I didn't just lose my temper. I blew a gasket. I went into a rage. After this quick break, we'll get back to the story. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Welcome back to my podcast. Please hit the subscribe button so we can stay in touch. So the year was 1990, and we lost to our rivals, to Army, at the Veterans Stadium in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We lost 30 to 20, and it did not feel good. But... Now, mind you, this happened in front of 62,000 people in the stadium and the rest of the world was watching. Okay, but how, let me, let me kind of put some context into not just what happened, but what led up to that. So going into this game, we were five and five. Three weeks before that, three or four weeks before that, we were three and five. We were three and five after losing to Notre Dame. We played Notre Dame. Oh my goodness. We were, it was 10 10 at half. We ended up losing 52 to 31, but like the last touchdown was freaking. Todd Light, we kicked the onside kick, trying to tie it. He ran it back for a touchdown. But anyway, it was 10 10 and a half. We played him really, really well, but for a few errors, you know, in the second half. But anyway, so after that game, we're three and five. Next game we play is Toledo. We beat Toledo. I had three interceptions in that game. And that's when they started talking about, you know, I had the possibility of being an all-time interceptor in Navy history. So, but after Toledo, we were four and five. Then we played Delaware, we're five and five. So going into Army-Navy game, five and five, and it would have been, we would have been, it would have been our first winning season in like, I don't even know how long. 
So it was a really, really big deal. Really big deal. So the Army-Navy game, we lose. And the other thing was this. I had I had a chip on my shoulder. I played edgy. I was just, you know, me. Part of it was just me, my confidence. I got cocky. My defensive back coach, we didn't get along. I just not going to say his name. For those of y'all who play with, you know, with me, y'all know who I'm talking about. But I didn't, you know, he was always critical. And anyway, that, that, that had something to do with it. Anyway, so we lost the game. And me, Big Mike, AC, Reggie, after the game, <clears throat> we go out. We're eating, we're drinking, and my mom at the time lived in Philadelphia. So, of course, we didn't we didn't stay at my mom's, but we stayed at the hotel in Philadelphia. But after we ate dinner and had drinks, we went back to my mom's. She lived. She had an apartment in Phil in North Philly, North Philadelphia. So we get there, we pull up, and we get out of the car. And I'm loud, you know, I'm, it's probably like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, probably not even that late. But anyway, we're loud. And one of the neighbors yells down, keep it down, shut up. I went off. I start walking towards his apartment. He's up probably at second level. He's yelling out of his window. So I'm walking towards him. And I'm like, blah, 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 my MF, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. I'm going to do this, blah, blah, blah. And we're yelling back and forth. And Big Mike, fortunately, he was there. He grabbed me. Big Mike is like 300-something pound lineman. And he's really strong. And he's just, Big Mike is Big Mike. So thank God Big Mike was there. Because it probably could would have ended differently. But anyway... He grabs me. He's dragging me back towards my mom's apartment. So we, it's just, it, 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 he got some work to do because I'm, I'm really trying to get at this guy. And so we get to the, to my, the apartment door and I'm hanging on that daggone door. I won't let go. I'm trying to get back. Mike's pushing me in, end up taking the daggone door off the hinges. He gets me up the steps. And into my mom's apartment, I'm just going all. I punched one of the walls, my hand, just blood all over the wall. Got me into the bedroom, spare bedroom. And I'm just, I'm heated. I'm <laughs> out of there. Let's go. And it won't let me go. They finally calmed me down. And, you know, not only that, it wasn't just the fact that we lost, and I'm trying to fight one of the neighbors. My mom was really, really stressed, concerned, worried that the police were going to come. And at this time, back in 1990 in Philadelphia, police were, you know, notorious for killing black people, namely black men, during altercations. So she was happy to get me in the apartment, but we weren't there for very long because she was scared for me and for us, primarily me. 
So I don't even think we were there for more than 30 minutes, if that. So she's like, look, you got to get out of here. I love you. Get back to your hotel. So that's what we did. You know, after they got me calmed down, my mom's uh, good friend, gentleman by the name of Kimry, God rest his soul, he passed away years ago. He told my mom, he said, you know, the position that Billy plays, along with how he is trained, raises him to levels on the football field that are hard to come down, that are hard to come down from when re-entering society. And my mom was like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I get it, but these police out here don't care about that. So they got me out of there quick, fast, and hurry. And like I said, that is, that's a night I'll never forget. It's, it's a shame, you know, it had to end up like that. But in retrospect, you know, leading up to that incident, riding the high, being down three and five, you know, during the season, go four and five, four and five, we are, I get three interceptions. I'm riding high. Five and five, we beat Delaware. And we're about to, we're about to change some stuff, you know, it's, so anyway, yeah, yeah, thank God it didn't go the other way. You know, another time I remember <clears throat> I was about to lose my temper. You know, I'm an only child, one sibling, just me, no siblings, just me, only child. Me and my mom have a special bond. We have a special relationship and always have, do, always will. And a person that she was having a a relationship with, I'd come home from the academy one weekend and and I walk into the apartment and she's upset, she's crying, she's in bed, and she's just upset. I don't you know, the last thing you want to do is see your mom crying. And I said, Mom, what's wrong? What what happened? And I just had a a a feeling, you know, something that this person the mom was dating he he did something to her he 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 hurt her and physically and i'd had enough and he was laying in bed next to her you know the lights were all and they were watching tv and i started taking and i didn't have a lot of jewelry but i started taking rings off took my necklace off and i went over i stood over and said get up and you know, he's like twitching his feet and, you know, he has some, some different mannerisms about him that were kind of annoying. But anyway, I said, get up. And that's all I'd say. And he said something to me, something kind of smart, slick. I said, get up. It's about to happen. And my mom begged me. She pleaded with me, pleaded. And she said, please, Billy, please don't, please. But for my mother... There was going to be some furniture moving in that apartment because I wasn't having it. So fortunately, again, thank God, nothing happened. I walked out. Unfortunately, you know, they ended up, that relationship ended and my mom is in a much better space today. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Fast forward a couple of years. 
I'm I'm in Virginia Beach. I am out of the Navy. And I'm at a pool hall in Virginia Beach. Probably one of the largest pool halls in, in Virginia Beach. But anyway, it's called a different name now. It doesn't I'm shooting pool, I'm drinking, and there's this guy we're we're having we're we're shooting and we're betting. And he starts it it gets heated. It gets heated and I'm not having it. And we ended up outside in the parking lot and I popped my truck and I had a cannon, a a firearm. And I said, I mean, you really, you really want to do this? And he just looked at me like, like I took it to another level. And he wasn't, he just walked away. He was like, yo, you got it, bro. He went away, never saw him again. I got in my car and I'm driving away and I'm thinking, what are you doing, man? What is going on? Like, did that, you know, did that really just happen? So I stopped carrying for a while because obviously I was not mature enough or any position to be carrying a firearm in public, drinking with that attitude. Yeah, and I think back, you know, to another time, I had a forerunner, all jacked up forerunner, and I had some road rage. And it was this kid, I think he's in front of me, and he had his girlfriend in the car, and he's, I took it as he's trying to show off, you know, in front of his girl. And he flips me off. Lost it again. So you see this big guy and a forerunner all jacked up, 33-inch tires, music pumping, and I am right on this guy's butt, chasing him down this neighborhood in Virginia Beach. I'm coming for you. And... I don't know how he got away, but he got away. But I was coming. You know, I think back to those incidences where I've just snapped or on the verge of snapping. I shut down mentally. You know, I shut. I, I, I had a bad habit. That was like my go-to. Was I just shut down and didn't think. Didn't think positively, didn't think wisely, didn't think at all. That's not good. That's not, that's not, that's not godly. That's not Bible. That's not what the Almighty wants or expects from us. He expects love. And, and I was not expressing any kind of love in any way, shape, or form during any of those situations. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You know, I remember, not physically, but just I had a bad habit of, again, shutting down and even going as far as ignoring you know, people just friends that I thought crossed me. And one in particular, when we fortunately made up now, you know, over the years, buddy of mine, Marty, came over the house. I, I can't even remem- remember why I treated him the way that I treated him, but something happened and I, I disagreed. I had a problem with it. And he came over. We're sitting at dinner. And he came over to apologize. You know, which is huge. I mean, you got to come all the way, drive all the way over to my house from your house and apologize. I mean, that's that's a tall order. And I and he extended his hand. He tried to say something to me and I just completely ignored him. I'll never forget that. I just, you know, now I feel, and, and, and even over the, the past several years, I felt really, really bad about that because that's awful. He was a good friend of mine. You know, I love that guy. He's blessed with amazing family, sisters, mom, dad, wife, kids now, you know, and I treated him horribly because I shut down. I shut down mentally. I was just angry. Angry. And that was the only was not the only time I did that. It happened, you know, at the gym with some other people. That's not that's not love. You know, when you when you spew hate and isolate yourself like I did you play into the enemy's hands. That's exactly where Satan, that's exactly where he wants you. That is not godly by any stretch of the imagination. Not even close. Scripture for today, Proverbs 29. Verse 22, a man of wrath stirs up strife and one given to anger causes much transgression. Truer words never been spoken. I was a man of wrath. I stirred up strife. 
I was causing much transgression. Nothing godly about my behaviors. You know, periodically, not even periodically, but one of my go-tos is are the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, restraint. The first one is love. God wants us to love. God wants us to love. He wants us to have restraint. He wants us to have restraint and show love even when we lose the big game. Even when we are at odds with our coach or boss or better half or friend. God doesn't want us to beat up anybody. He wants us to love even when we're in traffic. He doesn't want us to have road rage. That's not love. That's not a fruit of the Spirit. He doesn't want us to react physically, angrily, at a game, at a pool hall, at a restaurant, out in society. That's not what God wants from us. Fortunately, I've gone from rage to sage. The sage is a wise man distinguished for wisdom and from experience. I have a lot of wisdom that I've gathered, that I've learned, and I've harnessed from a plethora of experiences. God was there in each situation along with many others. Had mercy on me. Save me. Ignoring is not the way. Shutting down mentally is not the way. Love is the way. No matter what he did, she did, he said, she said, hate is not the answer. When we hate, when we react, when we physically accost others, that's not God. That's Satan. That's the enemy. Now, it may feel exhilarating or satisfying because you got the upper hand and you, quote-unquote, won the fight or the battle or the situation, but you really haven't won. Right? You accosted someone, hurt someone physically, mentally. Is it really worth it? That's ego. That's Satan. That's not godly. Once again, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, restraint, self control. That's everything. That's the gospel. That's how God wants us to be, act, live, shutting down mentally, ignoring, 
and wanting to inflict harm verbally or physically is not the way. I know some people, I know some mean people, we all do, who take pride in having the last word verbally abusing someone, making their point. That's not godly. That's satanic. That's satanic. Again, it's giving into the enemy and being ungodly. I encourage you to love because that's what God wants us to do. That is the way. That is the light. Anything other than that, other than that is darkness, doom, hurt. It's not godly. Thank you for joining me today. Next week, responsibility. God bless. Allow me to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much, much more. Do you want to better understand the Bible and get biblical answers to those who ask you about your faith? Hi, this is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Podcast Show. Listen to us weekly as we bring the truth often found in the ivory towers of seminary down to the steeple towers of local church. Join me along with many of the nation's top theologians as we offer answers to life tough questions from an apologetic perspective. Subscribe to the show at lifeaudio.com.